buddy and guy return it is time for your epic blockbuster of buddy and guy house of mtvg rabbit holeness i don't know where i'm going with that it could have been cool right it was cool i mean this is uh this is gonna be a big episode uh a return episode you know real life being what it is um Plus, with some other considerations, a lot of the stuff we're talking about um, needed to be done as a whole. And uh, so between all the factors, we're we're going to be covering a huge wide gamut of uh, of news and reviews from our final thoughts on WandaVision to our thoughts on the Snyder Cut to our thoughts on Falcon and the Winter Soldier um and probably a couple other things that come to our minds as we're talking uh yeah yeah but we're back uh we're back uh and we will uh not have so many gaps like we did this time and and i'm guy if you forgot i'm guy hi i'm buddy if if you forgot and it's good to see it's good to talk to you guys again um can we just yeah, say yeah. that we missed we missed this we missed this for sure and i i am you know i i do want to apologize that we did take a break i also but more than that i want to apologize for anybody who who may have listened kind of to the last show and thought you know having seen the conclusion by the time we we got that one up um man was i so fucking far off on wandavision Buddy, I think we all were, man. We man, all did that fucking take good writing? Obviously, because <laughs> unpredictable. I, I give, I give like fucking straight, straight credit to them for that. I mean that that's good when you can keep everybody on their fucking toes like that. But shit, dude. <sighs> well, well, we will we will get to Wandavision. Yeah, uh, very very soon. But that's my that's my uh, for front f- front loaded apology because wow guys, it's not often where it would, normally we get to say hey we're so good for being so fucking on. That was not yeah, one of well, those times. No, well I don't think I think some some people on the internet were, um, but we were not among them. Uh, but hey, you know it would not be an episode of our show. And especially not our, our triumphant return episode of the show without our favorite game. Ooh! Uh, who, who am I? Uh, I've been sitting on this one for a while now, uh, waiting, uh, waiting for us to decide to do this again. Uh, and it's your turn to be a guesser. Oh, boy. Now, now I do need to... Um, I do need to bounce this off you before I proceed. Okay, okay. Um, So we deal with movies, televisions, and video games, right? Absolutely. So you kind of went out there into the video game realm with with good old Bowser, King Koopa himself on the last game. Um, I decided to go for a musician whose music has been featured in movies, television, and video games, if you'll allow that. I, you know, it, I, I, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, and hopefully I don't completely 
blow this. If I do, I am in. I'm in trouble if I blow this one. Uh, you'll do. Trust me, you'll get it. In fact, you might get it pretty quick. Um, you're you're a knowledgeable music guy, so um, I'm just gonna kick off hint five. Uh, this singer was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by Kid Rock in 2004. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Oh, what's his name? Right now I am sitting on the name and I it's one of those ones on the tip of my tongue, but I cannot for the life of me. I'm like thinking of like f- name after name and it's not coming to me. All right, next clue. Next clue. Okay. I I did, fuck. Next clue. Well, here this might this one might help you out. Um Classmates in this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame include George Harrison and Jackson Brown. And Traffic, if that helps you. I'll throw Traffic in there, too. Okay. No. No, this isn't who I was thinking. This is... Uh, what is it? Uh, is it Bob Seger? It is Bob Seger. Oh, fuck, thank it God. It is Bob Seger. Oh, thank God. Okay. Okay, who is the other goddamn guy we were listening to the other night and... Well, uh, so anyway, God, want, that, I'm glad. No, I was thinking of GTA because I've I mean, been playing I, that. And so he was the first, he was one of yeah, the. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the, he, that was going to be the last clue was he's one of the only artists with multiple songs on the uh, on the radio stations. The other clues were going to be uh, 137 movie and television and video game soundtrack credits, including Beverly Hills Cop 2, Risky Business, uh, Roadhouse, Forrest Gump, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Five. Uh, list goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, Chevy truck commercial. You remember? Yeah. Like a rock yep. Oh when yeah. We, when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. He was that guy too. So, uh, you know, I've been probably not concealing this as well as I should because been talking about how I feel, even though he's a legend and his career has been nothing short of extraordinary. I don't feel he's appreciated anymore or remembered or thought about. And, uh, which is a shame. He's the fucking man, right? Him, a dude, uh, like there's, there's a couple in that kind of, in that class. And, but, but yeah, Bob Seger is, it's definitely one of the oh, ones dude, that just, that, that class is absolutely fucking legendary. Right. I mean, Jackson Brown, the Dells, George Harrison, obviously of the Beatles, mm-hmm. Prince, uh-huh. Prince went into the Hall of they, Fame that same wow. that same time. Yeah, that and was a fact, good year, dude. They per, they performed. If you ever want to see living or not living, but video proof that uh, Prince is the greatest guitar player who ever lived, 
watch the performance that was done honoring George Harrison of While My Guitar Softly Weeps or Gently Weeps. Is it softly or gently? Uh, I want to say softly. Gently, gently I think. Gently weeps. I, I I don't, say maybe it's yeah. gently. I don't remember. You know, I don't but remember. Anyway, so I could tell if I really, yeah. Somebody's going to care. It's a good. Uh, <laughs> somebody's going to care. It's one of the two. <laughs> I think it's gently. While My Guitar I think weeps. you're right. But Tom Tom Petty sang it in a bunch of, a bunch of famous musicians provided instrumentals including prince and prince did a massive guitar solo mm-hmm. um but anyway we're talking i could talk about prince all fucking day but we're here to talk about bob Seeger for a second which we have done um <coughs> oh, congratulations to you two uh, wow two clue answer that's i'm not i'm not gonna lie that i love uh, bob Seeger. Rare for you. yeah it is really rare but i love bob Seeger. And I don't. Yeah, the, I at first, when you said that, my first thought, for whatever reason, was go went um, on a tangent and went left hand off to. And I don't. I still can't remember the goddamn name of the composer and the guy who we were talking about the other night. And and uh, Bob Dylan? No, nah, it wasn't Dylan. Yeah, I don't remember. Fuck, I don't remember, dude. It, it's. It was was an obscure conversation we had for less than a minute. So anyway, um, but we had talked about how he was, uh, un, you know, it was also another like Bob Seger underdue. Um, the the and as far as uh, what he's brought to the table, but I don't remember again who the fucking I don't remember who it is. And but anyway, so that's who I was trying. That's when you said that I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's. And because I didn't, didn't even just think. And then you said uh, it was fucking um, George Harrison. George Harrison. Right. Yeah. Well, I left I left Prince on off of the of the, mm-hmm. the, the list intentionally, hoping that would skew you a little bit because you know if you knew that class. Yeah. You know how much I love Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, you did. Uh, yeah, it's. I did. For I felt good. I I feel good for that. I for once I redeemed myself. I normally. No. Yeah. Well, dude. I oh mean, damn. You are you out of the two of us. As much as I like music, you're definitely the music guy. Oh, so, I love Bob. I, as oddly that, as it sounds, my. Uh, so I had a Bob Seger's greatest hits that I ended up playing so much of. I, it ended up shattering in a CD drive. Oh wow! Like I heard it all of a sudden. I heard it go. I heard it pop, and then I heard just like, "Have you heard of those rain sticks? You know those rain sticks? You can turn upside down." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like that inside my CD-ROM drive, and oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was that was gone. I replaced that and the CD. Huh. But anyway, yeah, I love Bob Seger, dude. Fucking yeah, that's good shit right there takes me back dude takes me straight back to goddamn college that's some good times uh, it takes me takes me farther back than that but <laughs> okay it, yes but i mean i guess i also there were some good times had to some fucking bob seger songs in the middle of uh bumblefuck you know, you know nowhere so it was it was good i liked it anyway so my turn next week or 
Yes. 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 Next episode. Next episode. Whether that's next week or two weeks. Or the week yeah. After. Max. We'll see. We haven't. Two weeks. We haven't quite decided if we want to try to keep up with the weekly or go to or go to biweekly. Um, I'm thinking weekly because man, there is enough stuff going on. There's going to be a lot um, of shit going on and going down, especially well, with I mean, the with the come out of uh, swing, and we'll see how the Bad Batch does because that's that's coming right quick, ain't it? It is. It is. Yeah, and Loki's coming right after Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I don't know if you saw this or not. Mm-hmm. It's not really pertaining to what we talk about, but the Mighty Ducks show. Uh, I watched on it on Disney Plus. Did you? Oh yeah. And all I gotta fucking say is Emilio, Emilio, dude. Oh fuck yeah, Martin Sheen's other son. Oh, dude, triumphant. Speaking of fucking legends, speaking of fucking legends, Martin Sheen. Right, but yeah, no, dude. Uh, it was awesome, and Emilio, fucking, yeah. I don't know. Like he killed it. He killed it. I loved it. I, I really did, and it was oh, like he's a, great, he's a great actor, dude. He's a he's a kill. In fact, I mean, I think he looks more like his dad than Charlie does. Agreed. But uh, he's a gr- he's a great fucking actor. Yeah, it he ah dude, uh, it was it was it was I don't know coming out of that era and as you know in the nineties, you grew up in the nineties, and you remember. I mean, they inspired the goddamn fucking. Uh, NHL team so it, yeah the Anaheim Ducks yes mm-hmm. yes um, big confession to make right here and now yeah I've never seen a single Mighty Ducks movie ever. oh it's okay it's okay not once not once dude not no, yeah weird. it's my wife yells at me when I bring that up it's okay you're, it's, you're being rather gentle on me yeah yeah you know some people have some people haven't all I can say is you know I haven't seen anything past the Mighty Ducks. Um, oh, so you didn't see two or three? I believe they went to three. I right? think so, and no, I I didn't. Um, I I I want to say I have seen bits and pieces on like USA. When is USA still a thing? Even I think USA. I think still aren't a thing. they? they uh, yeah, yeah, because they had. Um, I don't have cable anymore. Very recently, that was well. Neither do I. But um, they had a show on very recently that was incredibly popular called Mr. Robot. Mm, okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're still around. Anyway. So, but yeah, no. They. I watched a lot of shit on them uh, on their network from MacGyver to uh, you know the A Team was on there. Wings was on there. A lot of good shows. They had a lot of good shit back then. I think they're basically the Law and Order channel now after a certain time at night okay i think they get through their their reruns and then they do whatever original programming they have and then i think they show reruns of like law and order svu or whatever yeah yeah see anyway anyway um well hey so i hmm? do you want to where do you want to launch this? Do you want to launch with WandaVision? Do you want to launch with Spider-Verse yeah. and then and then go into Marvel? How do you want to do this? Cuz you know, we got an elephant and we got to eat we got to eat it one bite at a time. I'm thinking we we let's let's do WandaVision. That's that's where that's our feet were in the fire with that one and we jumped straight into the frying pan and 
<sighs> Man, sizzle. Eat us like a sausage. Yeah. Um, <sighs> with with that show and not knowing what to make of it until the reveals started coming about midway through the season. Um, it's one of those shows that once you're at the end, everything else makes a lot more sense. Um, I personally really liked the show. I liked it a lot. Um, I, I was not going to jump on the criticism bandwagon like a lot of other people did because I knew something was going on. They weren't just spoofing the Dick Van Dyke show or Modern Family or any of these other shows that they did stylize themselves after. That wasn't what the show was about. There was something bubbling underneath the surface. And it was Catherine Hahn who detected what Wanda did, who was kind of manipulating and pulling strings. But it was also, I mean, frankly, just Wanda. Yeah, Wanda, um, she was kind of on autopilot like for the the start of it. Her grief took over and then she realized when she started realizing what she did, then she just tried to keep up with what she did, I think. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah, grief. I mean, that's a bit, I mean, that's honestly the theme of the show is grief. Mhm. And you know, what somebody who's as powerful as we now know that she is um that final that final straw of her seeing the home that or the property that vision had bought for them to grow old in together Mm -hmm. was was the the last push you know and after being denied his body for burial um yeah i mean it's it's a horribly tragic and sad situation that we found wanda in um, well, and how the it's like, and then you find out not only was say, um, oh God, what was the bad guy's name? I want to say Harrison, but uh, what was his name? Um, oh, the 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 director of Sword. Yeah. Oh, I don't. It started with an H. Anyway, uh, here I'll, uh, I'll I'll Google while you talk. The thing is that they did is they didn't just give you like they let you believe what his events were were supported by kind of like in indirection and in and, and everything like that but so you thought Wanda took him but you were more like well you understand why because she she wanted to bury the, uh, the vision and and so you saw that moment where even he peeled away, you saw him all like torn open. And so you thought she had the, the actual physical vision and you were led to believe that. And then you find out that they just were fucking, I mean, not just the director was fucking with everybody, but so was the director of the show, the producers of the show. They, they, took you down that rabbit hole and presented you not just with enough information but enough background noise and information to say okay this is the logical conclusion this is the logical direction and i mean 
the the misdirection that they used with from in the production to end writing um it was they did a lot of that in the show like with the first half of it and even then like peeling back like finding out that the guy uh boner um what was his name oh evan peters yeah evan peters who we all we all thought was the crossover quicksilver from the x-men was actually they did a um they pulled a mandarin on us from iron man 3 Mm -hmm. you remember where we had ben kingsley was the was the face and he's like no i'm an actor my name's trevor um, yeah, yeah. I just did a decent. A See, that decent was really good. Episode. That was really fucking good, um, dude. You should go to you. We're going to Hollywood, bitch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hollywood, Florida. Here I come. Here I come. All right. Uh, Seminole Tribe. You have a Hard Rock <laughs> Casino. I'm gonna come visit. Hey. And then go to Disney afterwards <laughs> if I have any money left. But yeah, no. So they they did uh with Evan Peters. They did a, They pulled a Mandarin where they're like, oh here. Look, it's Quicksilver, everybody. It's Pietro, and like, no, his name's Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Bonner. Um, director's name was Hayward, by the by. Okay, Hayward, Hayward, Hayward that was Hayward. it. Yeah. Anyway, and so that was a really interesting thing. Meanwhile, you did see things like um, Monica was straight up mutated by Wanda. Uh, yes, by the by the hex, yeah. by passing in and out of the hex field as many times as she did, she absorbed and was changed by the energy and is now photon. And as we saw, Nick Fury wants to meet her. Yeah, she's like, and she you could see. I mean, it's like they they showed you several times of her just starting to use her powers. It's going to be cool to see what they do with her. Um, she was, if anybody knows the real history. Um, she was Captain Marvel before, um, uh, what's her name? Brie Larson's character, uh, um, Captain Marvel. I never remember, can never remember her name. Carol Danvers. Carol. Carol Danvers. Yes, Danvers. But then, you know, but then there was also the male Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Who well. was before well, even not Monica. Sh- not Shazam. Right. Not Shazam, but. Right, who was actually before. <laughs> Who was before most superheroes. And actually, he was the original Captain Marvel comic book until Mar- until there was a copyright lapse. And Marvel swooped in and nabbed the name away and made DC change it or whatever DC was at the time. Um, Detective Comics or whatever our incarnation they were. Change it to Shazam or some other... I don't think it was Shazam yeah, right yeah, away. They, I think they had a couple different. No, he was. Well, no, he was. He was Captain Marvel back in the day, mm-hmm. and then when DC bought the rights to him, they brought him back as Captain Marvel. And then Marvel said, "Hey, look, we've got we've we've got a Captain Marvel," and so for and then they released him as Shazam, the original Captain Marvel. I, I'm looking at on my wall mm-hmm. issue number one of of the of the. Of the new Shazam, when they relaunched it, it's him and Superman, and or it's him, Superman, and Billy Batson. Yeah, uh, but it says yeah for the for a long time it said the original Captain Marvel, as they were kind of putting it into into Marvel's face, and then they they stopped. Um, yeah, although because they could, and that's when when they did Kingdom Come, they called him Captain Marvel in that. 
yes. Alex Ross did, um, which was rather interesting because that was well after all of this other other stuff had gone down. You know, I think it's it's I it's that will be something we talk about. I think once we get to Snyder and Justice League, because you know. I do, and there's a there. So the, there's another reason behind why I wanted to do the Marvel DC Marvel, and it, okay. it kind of hits on this whole this whole thing, and so. But I'll come back to that. So stay tuned in your seats and pants. Maybe not pants. I don't know. Some people don't like to. You know, they want to be relaxed. Whatever. But stay I mean, tuned. I'm in shorts currently. See? I'm in shorts currently. Bam. Because I'm indoors. I don't wear shorts outside. I'm, I'm in sweats, dude. White. It's a safety hazard. <laughs> For all those around. All my sweats around. are dirty. All my, all my sweats are dirty. Yeah, it's still it's cold here. It's fucking cold here. Uh, we're, we're starting to warm up finally. Like, we're, we're getting out of that hump. But anyways, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got this tragic event caused by Wanda. Where, and she spontaneously creates another vision. Yeah, from the remains of the mind, what the mindstone imprinted onto her. Yes, or yeah, exactly. Um, but she cre- literally created a living being just from thought. Well, um, I think, and it also is it Monica who references just how, or um, which who ultimately explains how how far Wanda down the rabbit hole Wanda is because not only did she have to witness uh, Vision get killed in front of her, but she first she kills him. She kills him first. I think that was when when Ag- after Agatha had revealed herself and she was taking her down. Yeah, the little memory lane episode. Where we saw her as a child, and then we maybe figured out why she created the world to be like the Dick Van Dyke show, because mm-hmm. that's what they, her and her family watched. Yeah. That was their happy places. They watched American sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wa- uh, Agatha, you know, we, we learned that she was uh, in the coven in Salem, you know, and when they were apparently doing the witch trials, the witches were also burning their own because they tried to burn her and then she absorbed their power yeah because she made a deal everything. with mephisto i believe yeah and she ended up killing her own mother and so it's very very old apparently immortal being at this point um, yeah but she she sensed basically this massive magical eruption and wanted to know what the fuck it was, and so went in and started like just pulling strings, manipulating things behind the scenes, and has such an interest in Wanda because where we were led to believe all this time that her powers came from the Mind Stone, her powers, as it turns out, were just activated or amplified by the Mind Stone. By the Mind Stone. I think it's interesting and that, that, and I and I watched it now multiple times to make sure it was I was accurate. She calls her the Scarlet Witch, not just a Scarlet she, Witch. Okay, but I the. never, I never, I never went back to mm-hmm. to, to check that. Um, so, but yeah, names her, gives her. We've never heard Scarlet Witch said in the Marvel verse up until that point. You're the Scarlet Witch, and we even see her create a, a more modern take on her costume 
from her magic. Oh, so fucking sweet. Uh, fucking Yeah, more dull in color, not the bright red that yeah. it, it traditionally was, but I liked it. Um Definitely. Definitely was cool. I I I I enjoyed everything the reveals. It I mean I think they didn't touch on some of the aspects that you're left with. I mean, they just kind of glance over the fact that, you know, she she says goodbye to all of, like the she says goodbye to her fan her show her creation family. Um the boys and and Vision and but they neglect to mention that um the, the mind stone vision frees the and the the uh synthoid vision you know or what do they call uh what is he uh white vision white vision, yeah white vision i think is but i think is the yeah the official got it so he frees him and he at that point in time in the data and all of a sudden and notice he says i am vision um, and then takes off. You never get any kind of, you know, I guess, answer to, well, what the fuck, where did he go? And, you know, and Wanda just lets him, you know, there's no, she obviously just lets him go. But, God... Isn't anybody curious where fucking this guy did went just went? Oh, I'm I'm sure this will will come up um in the uh probably sooner than we think. Um my guess would be Doctor Strange uh in the multiverse of madness seems like a logical place for Well, for that's that sort of thing to right and then be investigated. But we also have the freaking uh, Spider-Man Three is coming up, and but in December before Doctor Strange Two. Yeah. Um, and again, that but was I mean, the, but that was some be, of the weird things an... we were supposed to get some kind of clue as to this is this was supposed to be what kicks those off. Well, it is. It is kicking them off because. I mean, so clearly, okay, so basically, long story short, wrapping up WandaVision. Wanda's in grief, creates this mat, creates this world. Agatha senses it, wants her powers, comes in, fucks with everything. Um, you know, Wanda ends up beating her in the end and trapping her in that reality. With her own freaking uh, spell. <laughs> I like that she learned her spell. With her own freaking spell, yeah. <coughs> yeah. And uh, then, you know, we we see Wanda leave and then we catch up with her and like, it looks like the mountains of Sokovia maybe. Mm -hmm. And it looks like she's just living this life of solitude. And then it goes into this cabin and she's studying the book of the dead and looks like she has an illusion form of herself, making it look like she's not being, uh, all witchy and whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. that's perfect. Dr. Strange bait. I can't see them diving into that in Spider-Man because I mean, his story is like, well, oh, I got outed by Mysterio. I need to fix this shit. Well, interestingly, also, they specifically reference in the show that she's stronger than Doctor Strange or the than the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, however, 
with this whole thing going on and Agatha, or excuse me, Agnes being like, ooh, magic. I, you know, I sense it. This is huge. I mean, I've never felt anything this complex and this, and you just, how did you create it kind of thing, kind of moment. And Strange is just like, nowhere? I mean, he obviously with the time stone, he probably can go and knows how it's going to end up. And so he's like, yeah, I don't have to do shit. Meh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I personally feel like Doctor Strange would have been all over that entire situation. Um, unless he knew he didn't have to be. Yeah. Unless he knew he didn't have to be or unless he was like sitting back to see how it resolved, which would not be... 100% out of character because I mean he did he's taken that role before as the guy who sits back and doesn't want to use his power to influence outcomes well end game um, I mean he, there was only one possible outcome and if he revealed it or anything like that there was I mean it couldn't might it may never come true and so it's sort of like his use of the future is very analytical. I, he, what, he scoured over a million? 14 million. 14 million timelines and... 14,305,000, I believe is the exact <laughs> And only one resulted in... And, in only, and, and only one. And only one where, you know, all the stones were given to Thanos. And therefore the, the snap could happen. And Scott wasn't snapped away left trapped in in the the quantum realm and only the only one where that particular rat that crawled over the controls wasn't snapped away i mean it's it's Mm -hmm. and apparently yeah i don't know apparently tony served and tony had to live because he was the guy mechanics wise who figured out how to actually do the shit so Mm -hmm. it was yeah yeah. yeah. Um, everything's so specific and so I'm, I'm not going to say that he would look at it and he's like, you know, if he looks at it resolving in a specific way, you know, that equals out to be a potential positive outcome. I don't think he gets involved unless literally there is no way to change the outcome unless he gets evol- involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, that that to me is logical. But, you know, I, I always point to Civil War, the comic where, you know. Uh, Utah the Watcher was like, "You have the power to end this conflict." And Doctor Strange is like, "No, I'm I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let it go on its own. Basically, I'm gonna fast for forty days and hope that that you know whatever. I can't remember his exact words, but you know he was told you could shut this shit down, and he chose not to. Because mm-hmm. um, maybe he doesn't feel like that's his place." Um, he's supposed to defend uh, I, against threats, and, and you know maybe he doesn't feel that Wanda and Agatha are necessarily threats right now. It's hard to say. I mean, I think that's changing. Obviously, if she's going to be the the antagonist of the multiverse and madness, or at least a, an integral part of it. Yeah, and I I guess I'm. It, I I think it also matters on exactly what um he, the, uh, what he meant when he when he said you can shut this all down well how 
how exactly could he shut it all down? And he, what, Utu knows, right? Yes, yes. But he never reveals it, right? No, he doesn't reveal it. But I think he can see everything regardless of what time. Yeah. I think his I think his sight is regardless of time and, and, and space and all that. Um yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so she's she's stronger than Doctor Strange, although I would say probably at this point and that's changing literally, I think, as she's reading that book, Doctor Strange has a better control over his powers than she does, which I think would put them on a little more equal playing field. Um I think Plus, she's I think stronger pound for pound, fist for oh, fist, she... but I think Strange oh, yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, I mean, this is where I'm going to side with Strange over the Scarlet Witch, just because I think, I mean, whoever is the, the, the uh, Sorcerer Supreme, it's not just about power, it's about being smarter. And they have control oh, and, out of. And he's definitely way more ruthless than she is yeah clearly yes clearly way more ruthless agreed so i mean i non you know regardless of whether it was it's strange or uh who was the one before strange what was her name um the ancient the ancient one yeah i just while the ancient one in her prime i i don't know the ancient one grown stagnant might underestimate the Scarlet Witch. Well, the Ancient One in the Marvel Universe also was drawing power from Dormammu Ooh. Um, to, to stay alive. So she might have had the edge. Um, I actually, I just watched that movie again the other day because I hadn't watched it in a while. I really, really like how they portrayed uh, the Ancient One, uh, portrayed by Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Agreed. She, she was a she was the best character in the movie. I mean, Doctor Strange was the hero, but I I could have honestly just watched a movie about her. Yeah, and Wong. Throw Wong in there. I like Wong. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. It, yeah, dude. That it. She, dude. She's got a handle on that fucking on the care on the character. She really just it was good. I I I liked her every time she's played the role. I mean. Obviously, what most recently was in, uh, uh, was it Endgame? Endgame. Yeah. It was, it was Endgame, Endgame when Hulk yeah, goes she, to get the stone and she flicks him out. Yep. <laughs> yep, great. And kind of explained to him the hitch in their plan of, of taking the stones is that, hey, no, if you just take them and keep them, you're going to fuck shit up for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. The uh, hitch in their giddy, right? amazing character but yeah no i mean you and i were talking about this when the show ended that we thought it was very odd that dr strange was not like on top of that shit but there had there's there's gonna be a reason because all i can think is he needed that he needs the outcome he needed to know the outcome of of the actions and the resolutions that wanda had a chance to make a choice he doesn't he doesn't have the time stone anymore so he can't here into the future that's true so yeah maybe he maybe he's just laying back and waiting to see what happens i don't know but anyway good show really good show um 
it's going to be very, very interesting to see where it all goes from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also, at the very end, you see her, she hears her, that her son's calling for her. So yes. that was another thing that, that again, down the rabbit hole, Dr. Strange, um, s- s- hell, you know, we'll see. Cause I mean, we're again, uh, this, what Mephisto and all the others were are part of her comics and storylines, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think I mean I think it'll in the multiverse of madness. I think it's very very possible we're going to see Mephisto. Um, I feel like we should. I it, feel like it would be that would make that would make way more sense to introduce him there. Um, then I think it would introduce him in, in Spider-Man because Spidey is already a very, very busy film. Oh, yeah. If everybody supposedly that's supposed to be signed on to that is going to be there. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think if they... It's going to be a lot of movie. Right, and I think if they're going to do a Sinister Six um, movie, this is... What a what a badass way to do it. I love... I love the idea that if they bring them all throughout the the six six of them all together through the multiverse i don't know that just makes more sense than one universe and all six of them teaming up yeah yeah i i dude i mean they, i like it they've handled spider-man incredibly well um you know double interests have I mean, have that I'm with the same hoping, needs yeah i don't know i'm hoping um i'm hoping these daredevil rumors turn out to be true uh i'm hoping that all of the all the whispers and rumors that we've heard all turn out to be true mm-hmm. um, but hey you know there is one more marvel movie coming even before that and i don't know if you caught this bit of news but Black Widow is being released on July 9th. Oh no. In theaters and on Disney Plus. Oh. So if, like they're doing like they did with Mulan. So if you want to pay the premium, I think it's $30. Right. You can watch Black Widow at home same day as in theaters. So um and they're also they're doing it with Cruella, the Emma Stone uh Cruella DeVille movie live action. They're also doing that I think in August, but you know, I mean that's Cruella DeVille, but Black Widow, very, very long anticipated movie. Um, finally, we've got a firm date and time and place and mm-hmm. and a how, whether you want to experience it in a theater. Um, you know, obviously, lots and lots of people are getting vaccinated and more and more every day. Um, theaters are Disneyland's reopening. Theaters are starting to, to increase capacity. So I will probably be seeing it here at home. Um. Right, but I'm am looking forward to it quite a bit. Um, I agree. So yeah. Um. Yep. Yep. So that was that was Wandavision. Um, I'm gonna go back and watch it again from start to finish now with like now that I know the whole picture to see if to see if anything changes for me, and if it does, I'll report back. But. Uh, you know, yeah. I think part of me is wondering if we didn't misinterpret the meaning of what they were saying in the sense that this is this starts everything off in the sense of it, it just kicks off the next phase. 
Um, it takes all those well, yeah, second, it, the secondary heroes, and it starts to put them into primary roles, like that transgression kind of thing. Yeah, no, in the in the same way that Spider-Man: Far From Home ended um, Phase Three officially, mm-hmm. um, you know, not a not a ground shaking movie in terms of the overall scope of the MCU. But uh, ground shaking for Peter Parker in particular, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Very you much. know, I mean, and 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 other than oh fuck, Peter's in trouble. We didn't know anything more than that coming out of that movie. So, you know, um, it's we, interesting we know you bring that, Wanda... that up because it now having, and we'll get to this when we actually talk to a little bit more about Winter Soldier, but. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When we get to that, it makes uh, that whole thing with Peter and Unmasked and everything that we find out, it it really it makes a whole lot more sense to me because I was asking questions, I think, when I got to the end of that and watched it. And um, as far as it goes, because I know when Peter's identity is supposed to be outed. And... So that was a yeah, that was a clue. I mean, he but, he outs himself, but at the same time, yeah, the that's like that's when that's when the public finds out about who Spider Man is, and so it was a curious moment for me. Definitely a curious moment for me. Uh, yeah, and also. I mean, yeah, this one wasn't done by his will or by his choice. You know, like in the comics, mm-hmm. Tony Stark kind of pushed him to do it. Um, and I remember, you know, like Cap was like, well, how does how does Mary Jane and Aunt May feel about everybody knowing who you are? Did you ask them? Like, did you did you think about the full scope of what this actually means mm-hmm. since you're a kid with attachments? You know, like it what this one was done not of his volition. You know, it's it's an interesting take on on the idea of Peter Parker becoming a public figure. It um, it really was agreed because yeah, this was this was completely uh, yeah something different and even twisted, kind of in a normal kind of I don't know Spider Man way, where Spider Man's celebrating a victory and then it's just like this oh shit moment because something fucking goes completely just ass wrong and it's like mysterio just fucking just makes it look like he killed him kind of thing and yeah yeah it's like that's that is traditional spider-man that is honest god oh yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent that's there we don't we don't ever get that or peter peter doesn't ever get the happy ending that he wants ever um, not not ever not fully at least not completely um yeah no. poor kid <laughs> poor kid right poor kid. serious um so anyway but wandavision is like maybe that what they meant was it's the kickoff of the phase it's the start it's the ramp up because this kind of this took it's the Scarlet Witch from being, you know, this kind of 
background secondary kind of I don't you know I she's a powerful hero but she I don't know she didn't she she was not one of the primary Avengers you know what I mean was did they ever really yeah yeah I mean she she wasn't the one of the big three you know she wasn't one of the core group well I mean she was I guess after Age of Ultron you know it was the new Avengers you know with Falcon and War Machine and Vision and her with Cap and, and Black Widow, but I mean, that's just the movie verse. She's always, yes, she's been an Avenger and yeah, she's been a key Avenger, but she's also been as much of a solo player mm-hmm. as everything else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like this actually yeah, gave her some fucking, this, this made me feel like the Scarlet Witch has moved to, from being a kind of a, a, a kid, character in the group and i don't mean kid character but maybe kid gloves in the group kind of thing to being a full-fledged well primary like a hard hitter you're not you you did an interesting thing there calling her a kid because if you remember civil war cap and tony are arguing about how tony's keeping her locked up at the avengers compound and cap says tony she's a kid you know, and Tony was like, she's a weapon of mass destruction or she can be. But, you know, Cap's like, she's a kid. She's a she's a young. I mean, I think you got to be in her early 20s, I'm mm-hmm. guessing would be would be the age that is appropriate for her. Um, you know, Hawkeye has been treating her like a surrogate daughter. Um, since Age of Ultron. He's kind of he's been that dad figure for her, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, no, and then I mean I also thought that was interesting that we didn't have, given the relation, the last time we saw Wanda was with her and her and Hawkeye were talking by the the lake after Tony's funeral, and you know, that says she's going to like well this is kind of my dad now or my you know big brother or whatever you know. Um, and Hawkeye was the one to go and rescue her from the compound. Like, he's close to her. And the fact that, like, she didn't even reach out to him right. for help in all of this, you know? Um, yeah, there's... Yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know. there's questions. I don't know. There's interesting things. And we'll see how it all plays out. Because you know it's going to play out. Because, um, again, Winter Soldier is is feels like the next chapter in a book. It does not feel like a standalone show. It feels like a next progression. But before we get there, Uh-oh. let's pause Uh-oh. Okay. for a moment. And we're going to engage in a little bit of our own Civil War. little DC Marvel, not comparison, but, you know, ratings fight. Um... Zack Snyder, the Snyder Cut, Justice League, Snyder Cut, fucking monster of a fucking epic behemoth, big old bull, freaking fat, whatever. Four hours, dude. Four hours, yeah. Um, This was a long, rumored and whispered movie project, whatever you want to call it. Um, right after Joss Whedon's version of Justice League came out, which I saw in theaters and I enjoyed. I liked it. Not not going to lie. 
there began a cry on the internet to hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Because Zach said, this isn't the movie I made. This isn't it. You know, but he had to step away because his daughter, Amber, um, unfortunately committed suicide. Um, mm. He's this isn't the movie I made. And the fans were, hey, show us what he wanted. Show us what he did. And, you know, and Dub Warner Brothers was like, this shit ain't never happening. You might as well stop. Fans were flying blimps with release the Snyder Cut over Comic-Con and flying a plane with a banner outside of New York Comic-Con, release the Snyder Cut. And it was a big hashtag on Twitter constantly for years. They hammered and hammered and hammered. Let me salute you guys. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Full frontal. Um, you guys get the salute. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, couldn't you, you couldn't have given him a bigger salute? No, oh, no that's all I shit. got. That's all you got. Okay. One calorie. Um, <laughs> um, and then finally, <laughs> HBO Max is coming and they announce as kind of a selling point. Hey, we're doing the Snyder Cut. We'll let you know when it's going to be released, but it's going to be early next year. So mm -hmm. if you need a reason to subscribe, there it is. Um, um, and so that mm -hmm. was that was the that was the thing that clinched the deal for me was the Snyder Cut. Um, um, I've now, held off on getting Max the until the Snyder Cut was released. So until the Snyder Cut, yeah. But you mm -hmm. never saw the Joss no. Whedon cut. I did not. Is it on HBO Max still, or did they remove it when the Snyder Cut came out? I would be shocked if they did, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked. Okay. I should check I'm, it out. I haven't looked either. I, yeah, I haven't looked either, so I was just curious. But I've heard it's a completely like, different movie. It's not a completely different movie. Um, the spirit of the movie is roughly the same. Okay. Uh, the the how we get there is different, and the and the who and the what's are slightly changed. Um, but it's a sh much shorter movie. I mean, it's like a little over an hour and a half. Verse um, four hours of epicness. Yes, and and it's so and it focuses solely on the mother boxes and Steppenwolf. Darkseid is mentioned one time. <laughs> there's no Desaad. There's no Granny goodness. There's no Darkseid. Just his name said once, and that was it. Okay. Um, you know and. God, I love I love their fucking names. And you say Steppenwolf, and I every time, it's like all, even when I was I remember the comics and I remember reading this guy's name and I'm on all, every time I read it, I thought of the seventies group. Oh, you you going on a magic carpet ride? Yeah, I'm like Steppenwolf. You born to be, you born to be wild, right? I mean, anyway. Born to be wild. I'm I'm yeah, good with it. Um, I'm cool with it. Don't get me wrong, but it's like. I was like, oh, dude, he's named after the band. Well, and, well or the band's named after him. Ooh. Because stop and think about, you know who the creator of all of these fourth world new gods are, right? Hmm. That was, they are all the creation of one Mr. Jack the King Kirby. Oh, yeah, who, yeah. When he left Marvel, went to DC, and created the new gods 
So Darkseid, Orion, just uh, Steppenwolf, Dasad, Grain of Goodness, all these super powerful beings. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. they've got a lot of history behind them, and I actually I don't I don't know because there's there's um there's a theater group called Steppenwolf too out of Chicago. I think Gary Sinise and John Malkovich founded it mm-hmm. back in the there's day. There's got to be something were... about the name that well, I don't other know. than it sounds completely badass. I mean, it means Wolf of the Steps. I mean, that's its translation in okay. English. Oh. Um, you know, okay, but, that is, uh, it badass. it's a badass name. Yeah, it's a badass name. You fucking know? kick I mean, ass! It's... And he was they made he he was he dude his fucking armor. I want some shit like yeah, that. Yes, so so giant key differences um, to discuss is the Snyder cut is much 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 more violent than the original one. That's the that is the big visceral standout is like that was the other seen, question I was going to ask you about. Yeah, the end, like the scene where one where well, hold on, I'll, oh, I'll get to the yeah, I'll get to okay. the, I'll answer that, but like the scene where Wonder Woman busts in to to stop those terrorists, you know, mm-hmm. like her introduction scene to the movie, like in the Snyder cut, it's that scene plays out slightly differently, but it's mostly the same as the as the Whedon version but like the Snyder cut like she hucks a dude into a wall and like you see his head like on the wall right it's very violent and like the battle with dark side uh, the flashback where it's the gods and the green mm. lantern and all the armies of of man and whatnot that was yes you saw people getting killed obviously but you weren't seeing hands cut off and blood splurting out of necks and you know and stuff like that in the weed and cut it was much more tame and same with thermoscura like when when steppenwolf attacked thermoscura you were seeing like some pretty you were seeing blood splattering whenever people were getting killed like it was mm-hmm. they definitely upped the ante and um the answer to the question I think you're going to ask, the end with how they they dealt with Steppenwolf, yeah, was in the Whedon cut. Um, Batman had been figuring out how to track the Parademons through this sound, which they released or they made when they sensed fear and it mm-hmm. attracted them. So when Superman comes back and beats the shit out of him and they all start fucking him up. He starts getting very afraid and um, they play that sound and the um, and the parademons attack Steppenwolf because he's the only thing near them that's afraid. And then a boom tube opens and they all get sucked up into it. Um, in the Snyder cut, Superman <laughs> beats the ever living fuck out of him. And there's a boom tube portal open after we see, you know, the unity get stopped after it was not stopped. And then Barry Allen ran back through time, turned time back to fucking stop great scene, dude. Um, that bre- scene was a fuck. breaking his breaking his rule. The mm-hmm. only rule he said he had for himself. Um, yeah, that was fucking epic. And then, <coughs> They separate the unity. Soups continues beating the shit out of him. Aquaman spears him with his trident. <laughs> Superman <laughs> punches him towards the fucking boom tube. And then Diana decapitates him. 
Where his, his severed head rolls to the feet of Darkseid, who stops it and then crushes crush it under his boot. Fucking, and you watch it just like, I mean, crumple. <laughs> Flatten. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, I mean, even Soup's fucking cutting his goddamn horn off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, Soup's the black um, suit is no-holds-barred suit. Yeah, or the threat justified it, you know. You know, um, I, I feel like I feel like that because uh, you were saying the other like one of the scenes, the suit scene where he goes to pick a suit wasn't in yes, the weed that, fit cut. That was not in the. That was not in the weed. I think that's a very important version, yeah. part of the movie because nothing's really said except the over. You hear the his, his well, you hear both fucking. Uh, um, you heard Cal. You hear uh, his uh, dad. Both his dads. Um, both his dads. Yes, you hear Jonathan Kent. Thank and, you. Uh, I kept wanting to Jor-El. say <laughs> freaking. Yeah. So you hear Kevin. You hear Kevin Costner <laughs> and Russell Crowe, right? Talking, talking, and it's a lot of lines from Man of Steel, and mm-hmm. the same music is kind of playing in the background from when he was talking to to Jor El in Man of Steel on that ship. Um, but I feel like and then the they suits. they recorded mm-hmm. they recorded Sorry. new dialogue though too. There was new dialogue added in after he picked the suit that he wanted to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved that scene. I thought that scene was beautiful. I love the the comparison. It's basically almost a mirror of the first flight from Man of Steel, which is my favorite part of Man of Steel. Um, yeah, I loved that scene. I absolutely yeah. loved that scene and hearing his hearing his dad's talking to him. Obviously, it's going on in his head. Yeah, um, but still. But yeah, that very very powerful scene. Although I didn't really like how it ended, where he flew up into space with like his arms extended, like he was Jesus or something. I mean, Superman, I guess, kind of is Jesus, but Jesus. I think they could have ended. They could have ended it with a better shot. Um, yeah, I, um, I agreed. I, but that scene with the suits, Jesus, super Jesus. Um, that scene with the suits, looking at how many different suits there were, it was like a suit for every occasion, right? Maybe yes, that black suit. Five or six distinct ones, I mm-hmm, think. Maybe that black suit is a suit for quote unquote. An occasion, like okay, Spider Man, in the Spider Man in the six one six right now, he has the black suit. At least he did have the black suit for a, a bit. He or a, a, he kept it. He has a part of the original Venom, and so he which he keeps or something. It was this whole back in black uh, run. Um, okay, he pulls the damn thing out when he basically loses he takes away his rules he goes completely he it, what it means is there's it's he no there's nothing holding him back so like batman's rules to kill it'd be like if batman put on a black suit and all of a sudden all of his rules went out the window you fucked with him you fucked with something that made the rules obsolete and that's what so in in Back in Black it's like they fuck with Spider Man and, and with Aunt May, and Spider Man's like fuck that, 
you you know you fuck with me that's fine you fuck with any one of my family i'm coming after you and th- this black suit is my kill order i'm co- i'm not coming after you with put you away i'm coming after you with you're i'm going to kill you <clears throat> and you know that kind of is similar and very fitting to how they deal with steppenwolf in the end Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I think that, that's a neat comparison. Um, of course, I think it, it, it probably references his comic after he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. He was in the black suit, but yeah, no, that was a very different Superman than, than even from Whedon's version. Yeah, he beat the shit out of Darkseid. Or out of Steppenwolf, sorry, in in the Joss Whedon version, but not like that. Not like that. No, yeah. Not like that. There was there was still some restraint. Um, yeah, he yeah, came no, with they, that axe, and he was gonna fucking hit Cyborg with it. You know, fucking, and it's like, and then all of a sudden, I was not expecting. I was expecting all of a sudden out of nowhere, fucking the Flash to do his thing, right? And but then, boom. They're soups, and it was like, oh shit, and oh shit, <laughs> and yeah. what was the? Did you notice also? He said in the beginning, no lantern, or there's no ring, and there's no Kryptonian. Yeah, no lanterns, no guardians here, or no protectors here, no lanterns, no Kryptonians. That was actually a line we got in the original trailer that was released at Comic-Con before the movie ever came out. Back before when it was just going to be the Zack Snyder movie, um, before Joss Whedon got involved, before any of the any of the stuff ever happened. Yeah, that was a line and a scene that was was made. Um, just like a nut, like when Superman meets Alfred. Mm-hmm. That scene was also in the in that Comic-Con trailer. Mm-hmm. Um but never made the fine, never made the Whedon cut of the movie. Got it. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, how how he knew there was no Green Lantern there, I don't know. But you know, we saw in the opening with when he was getting killed um, by Doomsday. You know, apparently his death cry reverberated over the whole world and woke up the mother boxes because you know they're sentient computers essentially. Um, or mm-hmm. sentient beings, or whatever. Um, they don't really quite explain what they are. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, they, that, that, that was really weird about that, too, because they kept saying it's up to what the what the user wants. Meanwhile, they made him totally fucking creepy-ass when freaking Victor goes in. Like... Yes, yes. So I just don't, I mean, it's like, it, it is, it's kind of confusing. What what were they going for? Are they neutral, whatever, you know, the user wants? Or were was that already, they were twisted that way because that was that was their form after the, what the user, you know, they styled after the user? I, I'd be, I mean, um, I don't know. Probably they I, didn't I, ask I, that much questions <laughs> when they wrote it. I mean, I personally get the idea that they were consciousness that were transferred into these machines. 
Um, that's my personal guess, just kind of based on it. Is is that they they were just they were probably new gods at some point or another, and well, what if they're jails? You know, they could also be that they could like the phantom zone. They could be this, the version of the phantom zone where, or they're so powerful that this is how they harness their power and how they're, how they're using it. Uh-huh. I don't know, uh-huh. but, uh, but you brought up cyborg. That's another big difference between the, the Snyder cut and the Whedon cut mm. is we get a massive dive into cyborg's background in the Snyder cut that we do not get in the Whedon cut. Oh. He is he is in, introduced in the very vaguest of ways, um, and it's fine. It works. Um, also, his dad does not die in the Whedon cut. Um, but yeah, you don't you don't really learn if you didn't know who Cyborg was going into the Justice League Whedon cut. You you wouldn't have really gained much information. That's from why the movie he was to help so you upset. on your way. That's. I mean, there was a lot What's of people. Re- I remember the actor and a oh, lot of Ray people Fisher, were really the, upset the actor, with yeah. the treatment from the two of the two movies and the character. Yes, they cut a lot of they cut a lot of his character out of the movie, and then apparently Joss Whedon was not very kind to him on set, and it's a shame because I and I don't think he's ever going to get to play the role again. But I hope that changes because I really like how he handles being victor stone me too he was one I of my really like what he characters. does with that character you know he was um it, uh, they were all really solid i mean even i mean i flash ezra miller was probably is probably and i really i liked him as flash i just i don't know I'm waiting for a Barry Allen that I kind of recognize or feel I recognize. And a lot of the ones we're getting right now are not, not, not comic copies. They're, they're kind of these new creations for the movies and, um, kind of those little, little toy twerks and tweaks that they do to the characters to make them you know i don't know palatable or more appropriate for the new age i don't know it's like yeah we um i mean we we got a little bit more barry allen but his backstory was mostly intact um we actually got more aquaman stuff added in than we did barry allen which is I mean, it needed to be in there because that was the the Snyder version. But um, a lot of it contradicts the Aquaman standalone movie. It created some created some differences, oh. uh, like Mira, like Mira's accent, for example. Um, she does she that's the only place she has that British accent. Volko had short hair in the Aquaman movie. Uh, they didn't need the water the, to create the bubbles to speak in. Um, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Aquaman in in the in the standalone movie in the Aquaman movie dude, was not hostile or aggressive towards Volko at all. Volko was his mentor. Volko taught him how to fight and what it meant to be an Atlantean, even though he wanted nothing to do with it. Um, but yeah, you actually got more Aquaman backstory added in than you did 
um, Barry Barry Allen. And, yeah, and then you know, like the scene where where Wonder Woman investigates the the fire that the Amazons lit. Um, that wasn't in the Whedon verse. She just saw the fire on TV and then went straight to Bruce um, and told him the the story about Steppenwolf. Where, but now you know she went and investigated and you know, somehow can jump down into a cavern several hundred feet in high heels and not break the heels. I guess they're super too, but hey, it's Gal Gadot. I love her. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, some of the some of the choices are definitely interesting. But overall, I mean, I, I mean, from obviously Victor freaking affleck as batman you name it they were all good as i really i did i liked ezra miller he was he was at least he got the f- character right the fanboy and all those kind of things was there uh cyborg was really kind of nice and i mean he he had this really nice balance between human and machine um, I really, I really like, and the, and the human, the human started emerging even more into balance as the movie went on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as he found his place in the world was, was with these guys. Exactly. Um, and that they accepted him for who he was and his gifts and his strengths, you know, kind of the way I think his father, um, imagined it to be when he, he did the use the mother box to to save his life um Mm -hmm. and you see him forgive his father even you know even in even though he loses his father um the forgiveness uh still came from vic and Um, you saw the the extent of his powers over machines (laughs) i mean over and over again it's really kind of cool i like how i like i like what they did with him i really do yeah, yeah, he's great, and I and I really, really hope that something changes, uh, especially with the the positive reaction that the Snyder Cut has well, gotten. And didn't Calville? Didn't I hear that they were letting him go as soups too? I dude, I have no idea. I have no idea. There's there's so, so many, many rumors, rumors now until until I read it from like what I would consider to be like a credible right. in like a press release from Warner Brothers. I'm not I'm not believing a fucking thing right. I'm about any rumors. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, s- sites make money off of clicks and, you know, oh, an industry insider has told us blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you know, hey, you know, an industry stop. insider told me that um he knows there's a several movie stars i'm not gonna name names that shave their testicles oh shit yep no shit yep all right and others well, wax same with females wax, some shave all right same well, with hey, females you know, and that's from an insider to, uh, you, you need to get that on to uh onto the web onto the website onto the boom clicks and twit hits and Clicks, and clicks and retweets and shares and likes right, that and what have you famous movie stars shave their genitalia and that's that's it right there bam i don't even have to have a list of name like no names yeah, just just that headline right just the tagline yeah. <laughs> yeah so the um so the snyder cut while it didn't actually add that much more 
into the fighting, but it definitely tweaked the fighting that existed before. It was the Snyder Cut added a lot more background. Mm-hmm. And I mean, clearly, I mean, probably two hours worth of background was added in. I um, enjoyed it. I, there wasn't a time I did, wasn't enjoying I myself. It. Martian Manhunter, motherfuckers. I, right? Uh, okay. Now, and I do want to also, you know, they totally set this up like crazy for a sequel. And so it kind of also sucks not knowing that not one's not coming. Yet at the same time, I'm like. Could be, maybe. Could be, maybe. And at the same time, do we, I mean, Wow. What a hard fucking watch if they really go down the Injustice Road with the Lois bomb. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be rough if they do go that route with uh, the Injustice slash Rock of Ages storyline that seems to be popping up. Um, I mean, that's... Dude, yeah. But I but I, I mean, I think... <sighs> I think if they go that route, there's there's ultimately going to be a way for them to fix it possibly maybe i don't know well i mean i know Um, that the arrowverse and the television show um they went they went that way with uh uh fucking what's his name uh roth they went they went with the whole after clark lost everybody in the explosion um uh what is it uh what was the name of the fucking comic run uh crisis no not crisis it's a superman one um uh, i can't remember it right now it's about superman the he's in the he has the um black ass blue suit black ass what was it? Oh shit! I, yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know. It's it's two in the morning here. My 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 capacity for far reaching end of times or something is... like that. Uh, anyway, but basically, yeah, no, Superman. It was it's. Is that the Mag- Magog one and everything like that? Oh, the Magog is... That's Kingdom Come, bro. Kingdom Come. That's Kingdom Come. That one. Or the, Yeah, okay, anyway. Roth went with the... They went with the Kingdom Come one, and the Kingdom Come is still just as... Oh, Routh. Brandon Routh. Routh, 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 Routh. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Roth? Tim Roth? No, Eli Roth? sorry. I don't remember yeah. them showing up. Um, No, and they, they went with that... They went with that dark story, but they just... They kind of recapped the story and went like past it. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I suppose they could do something like that where they come back into a time post um, Lois Bomb. But, dude, I, I feel like that doesn't do the entire situation justice either. And freaking. I mean, bro, Superman was cradling her skeleton and Darkseid was like comforting him. <laughs> I mean, that shit was dark. That was dark as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, fucking uh, Anyway, I guess it's it's it would be impossible for us to summarize the whole movie. Um, so, therefore, we're talking in generalities. Of course, spoilers if you haven't seen it. I apologize. But it is 
it is worth a free trial to watch mm-hmm. at the very least, and but definitely worth the subscription. Yeah, uh, it was a great fucking movie. Is, it's well worth it. Um, yeah, excellent movie. Do you know what uh, I I'm noticed glad, it from it made... though? What's that? Oh, well, go ahead and finish your thought, and then I'll, I apologize for it. No, my thought was done. My okay. thought was done. My oh, was oh done. anyway, uh, I'm glad they made it too completely. Um, but I realized watching it that I have been stuck since the '90s in this land of false competition. And and when I say that, I don't mean it in a way like, oh, I hate DC. I don't hate DC, and I don't hate Marvel. But do you remember uh, the DC versus Marvel? You know, Uh, yes, I I actually, I have, um, I have the whole run actually. Great run of, yeah, it's it's fantastic. But it made you fucking draw a line. Yeah. And I have been suffering from that line that I drew from that comic run for I don't know how many years, obviously. I mean, when what when did it come out? <laughs> late nineties, right? Yeah, uh, uh, mid to late nineties, yeah. So I and like literally I, I was thinking about it as I was watching Justice League and just because as a kid, I loved the Justice League. I loved Spider Man, I loved whatever I could consume of superheroes. And it never occurred to me, they all had their own worlds, it never occurred to me that, you know, and then they had their team-ups and stuff like that, but I never thought of it like company lines, right? Like Batman and Spider-Man, sure. they could hang out if you ever really, you know, if if you had the writers and wanted them to. And in the beginning, they actually could. Um, but... Once those lines, those Marvel DC lines really were drawn, it was like, oh yeah, this is, you know, my favorites and these favorites and that favorites. And I still like Batman, but you know, and, and then I realized I woke up and now with the multiverse, I mean, fucking both DC and Marvel have a multiverse. And it's like, the truth is there are so many of the runs of each comic lines where the stories are are similar. The characters are not, and the instances are not, and the problem-solving or how they get out of certain, you know, this and that aren't. But the overall gist of, like, I mean, you can't ignore the similarities between Darkseid and fucking um, Thanos, and that whole scenario and how it plays out is completely different, obviously, because it's not the same story, but the similarities are there. Do you remember when Darkseid got his hands on the Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones and like everybody like and I mean, everybody on both sides was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And Darkseid was like, this instrument gives me the power to do whatever I want just not in this universe and then everybody was like oh thank god (laughs) (laughs) right exactly um and so yeah oh god that was a good i forgot about that oh shit um (laughs) but that's and that's kind of that's one of the things that i realized is uh, you know if you really want to just kind of blur everything out that far you start seeing it's like it's just a multiverse and 
yeah, Metropolis is over here, and so what? You have a different, you know, same story, just different telling over on the Marvel side, and it's all one big fucking awesome tapestry of because again artists and story writers kirby obviously as an example what you were talking about earlier um old gods new gods starting with marvel moving to dc those kind of things yeah neil adams i mean all of them i think i think every single major name like uh you know neil adams obviously huge in dc but went to marvel and you know and back again and all over the place jim lee mm-hmm. i think he drew x-men for a long time before he went to before he went to dc um so you know the list goes on and on it's very it's very rare for uh, for a uh, for a guy or gal to to start their career at one of the big two and then not end up going to the other one for for some period of time mm-hmm um, and you yeah, know, which I is mean, not uh, anything bad to say, because I love, I truly, I, truly, I love Batman as much as I love Spider Man, and I've grown to love some of the other characters that I didn't love as much growing up. So it's sort of like, I don't know. To me, it's now those lines are back to when I was a kid, and it, it's starting to blur in a way that's, that's kind of exciting and fresh and fun. I think that's beautiful, man. Because the biggest the biggest bitch I have about our about our fandom as a whole, and I mean that's obviously tossing a great big blanket over a over a big wide section of things, is how too many of them seem to be like, "I'm a Marvel guy. DC is stupid, and DC guys being like, no, DC is awesome. Marvel's for kids." And I hate you know, Star Trek. Star Trek is awful. Star is Wars. Gen one own- yeah, Transformers is Gen One only, not this Beast Wars hunters and whatever shit. And okay. yes, yeah, Star Wars. No, Star Trek. Captain Kirk would fuck up Farm Boy Luke right in his fucking face and <laughs> put in his pooper. Let, let people like what they like. It doesn't affect you. Right. Literally has no effect on you. I can love like both. Love. I can like both. And I do like both. I mean, hey, I've got comics hanging on my wall. I've got Shazam. Sitting right next to the first appearance of Gambit. Are you ready for fucking... I'm going to blow your fucking mind. I'm going to blow your fucking mind right now. Did you know... What what year did the... in? Uh, did they go... Uh, did Kirk go back to 1980... What was it? 1986? 88? Are you talking about in uh, Star Trek 4? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 86... Somewhere in there, and yeah, eighty six. You know what right. was also going on right about that time? I'll tell uh, you what, ET. And you know where ET was from? Fuck if I know, but I'll tell you what, they had a representative in the goddamn Galactic Senate. So all I'm gonna say is, you know, Kirk, we're going all back. It can all be linked right there. All they had to do was take ET home. Uh, 1982. E.T. came out in 1982. Oh, you see? Oh, fucking, he was already there before Kirk. He was there and gone before Kirk, yeah. There and gone. So I'm just... They were like, there for... They were there for Humpback Whales. They didn't have an E.T. containment system have, built right. on that Klingon warship. What um, the fuck? You know. I just... Oh, God, what a good what a good movie that is, Star Trek Four. I you know, love I mean, it. everybody... 
oh, I love it too. But you know, everybody, and I mean everybody, and justifiably so, uh, goes con. Everybody loves two. Everybody. Everybody loves, loves the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, and justifiably so. But two, four, and six are fantastic movies. One, three, and five. Not so much. Not so much. Um, um, not so much. Not so much. You know, I feel like four was definitely a lighter movie. Oh my than... god! It is. It is by far the lightest Star Trek movie that has ever been done, and that includes the the JJ ones. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that first JJ one, first of all, spectacular movie. Ah, oh, uh, fucking but, fantastic. But had incredible moments of lightness mm-hmm. sprinkled in throughout that entire uh trilogy that they did um i think that was my favorite part even about uh the next generation is there was this kind of lightness to the show but without they didn't sacrifice the integrity of what i guess you could imagine their mission was like yeah yeah it was, it was like it was uh, nice. at times at times, Star Trek has been done where it's like, oh, we've evolved past good-natured joshing of our friends and coworkers <laughs> and whatever. And it's like, yeah, no. Episode, yeah, episode, uh, yeah, Star Trek Four is just very fun, fun. and enjoyable yeah. and e- easy to watch. And, you know, seeing Spock, who's just now getting his memories back after being dead, um, you know. <laughs> being taken to 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 earth in the past and trying to assimilate and hide the fact that he's got pointy ears with a headband and you know kirk explaining away his his weird shit by saying he did too much lds back in at berkeley like i mean right you know kirk was i'm from i'm from iowa man like that's i'm 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 a a corn i'm a cornfield kid yeah, he did too much LDS. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, see, yeah, that, no, that, start... right there. Yeah, I don't know, dude, but, like, when it comes to Star Trek, if I have to pick, like, my favorite, mm-hmm. I honestly have to go with the the first of the J.J. reboot. Yeah. And it's for and it's just for one reason only. There's there's one scene in that movie that clinches it for me. Which and one? it's when Pike is t- it's when Pike is talking to Kirk in the bar, and Kirk and he's getting up to leave. Kirk's like, "Are you done?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm done." But he's like, "Here, if you want to do something bigger with your life, come to wherever wherever this shuttle's taking off of." And he's like, "Your dad was captain of a starship for twelve minutes, and he saved seven hundred lives, including you and your mother." I dare you to do better. That scene is probably the greatest Star Trek scene ever. And there are no people are going to disagree with me, but it, you stop and think about how, how powerful that scene actually is. Like, uh, it's yeah, that, I, that scene win, wins the whole contest for me. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll give you that. I think there are definitely some that, you know, people would argue but it's like that scene was definitely one i i i'd fucking love that scene uh i love the old spock new spock kind of 
conversation. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever did you ever see Star Trek Beyond, the third one in the in that trilogy? Mm-hmm. Probably yes, but in more in passing than in sitting down to watch. I, it's, it's it's definitely the weakest of the three. It's still good. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they uh they acknowledge Leonard Nimoy's passing by having Ambassador Spock pass away and you know, and they notify Zachary Quinto of of his passing, um, and it and they actually they write it into the into the into the story about how much his basically how much his death affects him. You know, um, yeah, and I, th- I you know I think I remember, I think I I think I remember that watching that, like, but I don't remember. Th- I mean, it's like it would. I'd have to sit down and watch the movie again because I will admit, after having seen as many movies as far as Star Trek and all the other ones that I've seen, lines get blurred, dude. I forget which one's two and which one's three, and then I'm like going, oh, shit, that was the wrong, that was that movie. Well, so two two is the is the reimagination of Khan, played by Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um AKA Benedict Cumberbatch. And you get AKA it, Sherlock Holmes. Right, and it's at the um, very end of the movie, very end that they figure out that or well, you supposedly you wonder the whole way through if it's Khan and then you find out at the end it's Khan. Well, no, they he tells you his name halfway through the movie. But what you don't what you don't know is if he's actually going to turn out to be bad or not because ah. he's He's at he's at odds with uh, Admiral Marcus, Carol Marcus's dad, be, played by RoboCop, by the way, um, the original RoboCop, mm-hmm. um, because her 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 dad discovered Khan and his 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 people, and was holding Khan's friends, family, whatever hostage to make Khan his his assassin his personal weapon. And then Khan was like, no, I'm tired of this shit. And so you kind of sympathized with this Khan a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Until he goes but not really. fucking he was, nuts. He, oh, he was a ruthless asshole, dude. Yeah, he was, he was crazy. And, you know, and then Kirk dies instead of Spock, but they bring him back with, with Khan's blood because they saw that it could bring back a dead Tribble. I like how they included Tribbles. Such a big piece of Star Wars lore, right there. <laughs> um, the Tribble episode. <laughs> oh, dude. The, so yeah, original series Trouble with Tribbles, and then DS Nine did an episode where they went mm-hmm. back in time to that station and they inserted them onto that. It was great. It was great. It was, it was one of the very high points of, of Deep Space Nine, which had a lot of high points. It's not. Uh, it was not a. It was not traditional Star Trek in the way we knew it. But, no, uh, no, it wasn't. It's in never a ship, always on a station. It all well, occurred. they had the Defiant. They had the Defiant after a while and would go off and do stuff on the Defiant. And then Worf came on the show and then he took over the Defiant. He became the captain uh, or the commander of the Defiant unless Cisco. Uh, Cisco. Yes, Cisco. Unless Cisco wanted to go somewhere in it. But yeah. 
Yeah, still. Anyway, so yeah, love love the shit you love, people. I mean, that's honestly what this podcast is about, is this is a celebration of all of this stuff. Some of it we like, some of it we won't. Most some of it of we it. honestly truly love. Well, and then um, everybody has their own fucking shit that they love and shit that they don't, and we cross and blur so many fucking lines. So if you don't love this shit, you'll love some of the other shit. That's right. Love what you love. So anyway... But speaking of things that I love, I am in love with this new television show. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh my god, it's on dude. This, it's it's on this the fat uh, it's wasp. on this newfangled The Fat Wasp. Yeah, that's a good good to Fat Wasp. It's on this it's on this fancy streaming thing. I don't know if you know about streaming. It's called Disney Plus or Diz Plus if you want to be hip. Diz Plus. Diz Plus. Well, I don't want to be hip. I've been it's fucking, Disney Plus. I've been banging on the Diz Plus. Is that how I say yeah. it? Yeah. I sure, got the 401k. Sure. I'd be down. Got the information. It's on, it's on 401k. It's on fleek. It's on fleek, mofo. Anyway, holy fuck. Dude. Talk about... Like, I feel like they filmed this as a movie, and then they were like, nah, let's just put it out as a TV show, because... How fucking good does that fucking show look? Well, that and the, the opening scene with Falcon chasing down Batroc in episode one mm-hmm. looked as good or better than anything you'll see in a mo- in a movie theater. Without a doubt, dude. That was it. Was fucking. It was. It was so on point, dude. I was watching it the whole time. I'm just, and I was. I was in it. I was. I mean, I was just completely sucked in. From that point on, it was like, go, and I kept thinking to myself, okay, there's got to be a week somewhere, but, I mean, the acting was beyond solid. I mean, the acting was, but these guys, I mean, uh, these are guys that have done the movies, so you know they got the chops for it, but... Oh yeah, I, mean, I guess I was beyond beyond just doing the Marvel stuff. I mean, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie are both pretty busy actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're showing up in a lot of different things. You know, Anthony Mackie actually, in particular, I think he's he's done a lot of stuff for Netflix. Um, I love their range, Sebastian. Dude. Yeah, yeah, and how well they play um, off each other. I mean, they're they're. Uh, a wonderful traditional odd couple that way um it's yeah and i mean i wouldn't even say one straight straight laced to the other one's comedic because they both have their moments of being each i can't remember who i heard it from so i apologize if you hear this and i stole what you're saying without giving you credit but this was not my thing this is just what i heard somebody describe it as um it's lethal weapon Martin and Riggs, buddy cop sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, they're constantly they're they're a nice they're a nice pair. It's it's just well cast that way. That they're both of their characters were well cast, and the writing is fantastic. The special effects are superb. The costumes amazing. It's it's everything you expect from a high budget production and except in a series format. And it's absolutely a high budget production. That helicopter chase from the opening of the show mm-hmm. probably costs more than some shows. 
<laughs> I mean, and, that was that was right? expensive. And it confirms the fact that we are deep into the middle of dun 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 the Civil War storyline. It's what what I thought all those when I fucking saw uh, Captain Captain America fucking Civil War, dude. I was like, this, this is, is just the, the start. The, the, this is the continuation of civil of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, yeah, the, definitely some massive elements for fucking sure. Massive elements. Um, uh, John Wilson, you have the power brokers coming in. Obviously, the shield, uh, the 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 mantle of Captain America. Um, I think who's it's John. Who, who's John Wilson? Uh, John uh, isn't. Uh, he's Captain America. Uh, the new Captain America, isn't that Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker. Excuse me, Johnny Walker. Excuse me. Like the Scotch. Like the Scotch. Yeah, no, like the Scotch. Uh, but yeah, played by played by um, Russell. What's his name? Uh, Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell, the uh, former s- hockey player, son of fucking Kurt Russell and uh, um, Goldie Hawn, dude. So uh, Kate Kate Hudson's half brother. Yeah, and the spitting image of both his parents, dude. I see both of them in him. Oh yeah, he's got his dad's jawline for sure, without a doubt. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I'm a little annoyed with the fact that the show is kind of trying to make us hate him because mm-hmm. he, he he is a hero. Him and Battlestar both were like the show is kind of instinctively we're we're kind of taking our cues from from Bucky and and Falcon. Like, oh, they don't like this guy, so we're not supposed to like this guy. But he he is legitimately a good guy. Yeah, he he is on uh, Marvel's fit top. Uh, uh, what is it top 50 list of uh heroes or whatever yeah yeah he's uh or, he's a pretty heavy hitter in all honesty in in the marvel universe so yeah i i i want to see him get his due but i know we're gonna get i don't know we're gonna there's gonna be some there's gonna be some negative story that kind of it's gonna come around and surround him whether because there's that super the super soldier serum He's either already had it or already has had the the shot or he's going to get it at some point in time. At least that's how the story generally, I mean, has gone in the past. So yeah, it seems like it could be trending that direction because he's definitely he definitely has exceptional abilities, but he's not uh, he's not super in quotation marks just yet. Just yet, yeah. And as far as I know, he he does go super soldier and so you know he might flirt with the dark side and then end up coming back and i really hope they do they choose to redeem his character if they go that route rather than just letting him sink um because i don't know it's like everybody that wore or wore the mantle uh, carried the shield i felt you know pretty much anybody that has has pretty much deserved it can you think of a captain america that hasn't been really uh worthy of the shield in one right or another yeah no no that um anybody who's picked up the shield has it's like thor's fucking hammer yeah has recognized the weight 
that comes along with it. So, and so, so I really hope they give it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, beyond, beyond, you know, what they're doing with Johnny Walker and with Sam and Bucky, you know, we got to see, you know, Sam gave up the shield that Cap gave him, um, you know, with War Machine, Don Cheadle, uh, you know, James Rhodes is standing there like, what are you doing, man? Like, everybody's saying that you got Bucky saying that you got uh, that fucking War Machine saying that you got, I mean, they're, they're like, his sister, he, I think, said yeah. it too, didn't he? Or didn't she? I think so. It's yeah. like, he gave it to you. I mean, he gave that, it to you. Bucky is legitimately pissed at him for it too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's justifiable. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Bucky, Bucky, and Steve have literally been friends for a hundred years. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, no, I think just I think Bucky is justified in being pissed at Falcon, but I I do enjoy how they were kind of thrown together. I love how they went and saw that uh, Isaiah. What's what's Isaiah's last name? Oh, I don't remember what his last name is. I say I just remembered Isaiah, and I remember him from the actual stories too. From the comics, yeah, yeah the Black Captain America, um, who actually I think he got the serum in the comics before Steve did. Yeah, I believe so. He got a so. version of it before Steve did, so he was actually like the first. Um, and you know, obviously he, you know, Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley, thank you, yeah. Um, and he messed up Bucky at one point in the show, you know. He said he took a piece of Bucky's arm with him. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we're, we're dealing with a group called the Flag Smashers, and there was, in the comics, there was a villain called Flag Smasher. So whether this is just one, a group of people like taking their name from one guy or if they've morphed it into an organization, I don't know. Um, But, you know, I mean, (laughs) the first episode we focused a lot on, you know, superhero finances and Bucky trying to make up for what he did as the Winter Soldier. Um, (laughs) Falcon Mm. can't get a loan (laughs) because he's got he's got no five year history. Um, and Bucky is guilty and hanging out with the dad of a dude that he killed. Um, I think trying to work up the courage to apologize for it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't or, know. I, or make amends. I do like, I do like the scene where he, uh, you see freaking, uh, um, Bucky, um, uh, <laughs> basically, uh, make amends. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm no I am Bucky Barnes. I'm no longer the Winter Soldier, and this is my way. What does he say? This is my. This is like a condition of his pardon or something like that. Yeah. That he basically has to rat out all the remaining Hydra uh, pawns or agents that are have that a nice somehow day. managed to have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. I didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, what's rule two again? <laughs> Don't hurt anybody. So yeah, but we see them go up against the Flag Smashers, all mm-hmm. four of the heroes so far. So Battlestar, 
Johnny Walker. Definitely uh, has Falcon some skills with the. I mean, it definitely has some decent skills with that fucking shield, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they all got their asses handed to him. Ew. Uh, Even but, Bucky, who uh, is this, who had super soldier. I mean, I suppose one against two, or three, or. Yeah, or however, however many. Although they've. So they've which guy was really the guy that was shot? Because Walker shoots one. I want to say in the leg. Oh yeah, and then that guy was like five minutes later. He's like, "I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I'm okay." The, yeah, while well, he's After laying they, on, uh, they're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine." Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about me. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they haven't revealed much about the flag smashers, which I mean that leads, you know that that leads Bucky and Sam to go see Isaiah Bradley. And then Isaiah not opening up about things is leading them to go talk to Zemo. Well, uh, um, helmet Zemo. And I know you noticed it. The freaking hand on their mask. The red, the red hand. Yes. Um, isn't isn't the freaking the hand? It's like fucking the the ninja organization of like fucking um Oh, the hand. Yeah, yeah. the the the, dare, the daredevil. Daredevil. Uh-huh. Okay, well, there you it, there oh, we go. Well, but well, but, but hold on. Just pump your brakes a minute, kid. I'm pumping. Um de- depending on whether or not the Netflix shows are still canonized or not, the hand has been defeated by the defenders that's that was what happened in the defenders miniseries on netflix is um you know we got the daredevil luke cage iron fist jessica jones team up um and they they ended up defeating the hand all the fingers of the hand were dead at the end of that show um yes although electra electra's fate is still unknown at this time and so that's but I'm just I'm 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 curious. We'll see. We'll see because the thing is that uh, it's I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's I I guess it's it, it's a coincidence until but it's just such a I mean the hand is like big time into the lore and history of Marvel and Again, it's yes. like we're also seeing. I don't know. I want to. I feel like them coming back or them having another another day in the sun well, is not. I mean, completely outlandish, especially if they're under. If there's a power struggle, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's just to have such a very. I don't know. I feel like it's a very pointed symbol. Well, I mean, it would be just like the hand to come back from the dead. That's kind of what they fucking do. Um, but if I, I haven't taken like a, a look at the symbol in like the still frame, I've only seen it going by, but the symbol looks like it's got the continents on the inside of the hand outline. Have you noticed that? No, at all? I haven't. I haven't looked at it close enough. I just see the the red 
hand silhouette and obviously you know marvel history my brain automatically goes right to the hand i mean i know they call them the sure. Zelda flag smashers I mean, the hand is also it's like yeah but i mean the hand is also never really advertised themselves publicly like that and we know it seems to be the goal of the flag smashers that they want things to go back to the way it was during right. the blip. They seem to be mad that things have been unblipped. Yeah. Apparently, they didn't have any love. I'm not quite sure the something. meaning. I'm, I I'm, I'm, there's, I there's a meaning to the mask, and I don't know what it is yet. My my knee my knee jerk gut reaction is to be like, oh, it's got to be, it's got to be the fucking hand. Um, but. I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess it also it's weird to say. Sometimes this storyline almost I, there's some games and things like that I've play, played that it's like I I still constantly feel like the stories almost are starting to overlap with some of the stories they were going to release for some of the games that basically just didn't they never really they got to beta they got released but they never really came to fruition but the stories were good stories so i feel like sometimes they're reusing and regurgitating some of the stuff that's out there or maybe you know everything in the game was based on previous stories and they're just retelling i don't know um it's hard to say it's hard to say but yeah I mean, the, we only have six episodes total of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Series, so it was a. Uh... We're literally half. We're literally half done. So we'll be getting answers pretty soon, I imagine. Unless they're gonna cliffhanger. Oh, are asses, there really which, three I mean, episodes? Is a dick move. Well, the third oh, one okay, will come I out see on what Friday. You're saying. Okay. Yes. Yes. Week. Okay. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, did I miss yeah, one?" So I was like, "I was, I was pissed at yeah, myself." Yeah. No, we're we're in we're in week. We're in week three, air quotes. No, right not now, not saying anything because um, I was I, my my brain was thinking, you mean I fucking watched the Mighty Ducks and not another episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and not that not that the Mighty Ducks. Well, yeah, is you bad, should you should be ashamed of yourself. It was really no, good. No, I mean Mighty Mighty Ducks is. It was. I really liked it. Mighty Ducks is its is its thing, man. It's the Mighty fucking Ducks. Again, I've never never seen it, but I mean, I know what it is, and I clearly have respect Emilio, for it. Emilio, dude, that's all I um, needed. Eating Emilio. pizza. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that that's maybe probably not a clincher for everybody else, and I mean, maybe it shouldn't be a clincher for me, but it was a clincher because I was like, me and Emilio got something in common. I can be the dude sitting there eating pizza. You absolutely could. Not birthday you cake. I hate could. fucking frosting. Can't fucking stand the shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. And I've known you a long. I known you a long time, and uh, I think that's the first time that particular fact has yeah. ever come out. You're fucking weird, dude. You're I bet I don't like weird. frosting. I love. I love fucking fruit pies, dude. Yeah, I uh, I'm I, I love frosting. 
I love frosting a lot. I'm not a big pie guy. I don't like right? the texture oh, of pie Oh, see? Crust. See, there you go. Yeah, I'm not a big cake fan either. I mean, some cake, I guess, a coffee cake here and there. But, yeah, it's too too sweet. I like the I like tarts and, you know, sweet, sweet and tart and shit like that. Something that, something that gives me a big old, you know, fucking smack in the kisser. Well, all right. Um, yeah, so anyway, Zemo. Zemo. Baron Zemo. Helmet, helmet, Colonel Helmet Zemo. Um, he's not Baron Zemo. Not in this show. Not, at least not yet. yet. I would say... Um, by the end of the, maybe the not show, by, probably by the end of his MCU existence. I'm not gonna. Sh- sure. I'm not sure when they're going to evolve him. I feel like it's a Baron Zemo is going to be an evolution, um, maybe a discharge or uh, kicked out of the Russian military, and he grows bigger maybe a promotion inside um after something well, he does well goes he's, he's he's sokovian remember oh yeah he's not russian he's sokovian in this That's show right. he's one of wanda's people um and he's also in custody so i'm wondering they talked about sharon carter mm-hmm. for a second um so I, I'm pretty sure we see her in this show, but I wonder: Are we going to see Everett Ross? Are we going to see? Um, uh, she oh was God, on the promotional material. Uh, the the gal who plays Sharon Carter. I saw her yeah. picture on all, all the stuff. So if, she's going to show up sooner or later. Yeah, but you, well, no, you know, also was huh. on the promotional material. The the classic Baron Zemo look with the with the purple mask. Okay. Yeah, the cloth mask thing that was also in in one of the trailers. They did like a brief like. Then like I feel like he's gonna evolve to the Baron. In this, in this series, um, I mean maybe unless they were just misdirecting us because you know we thought Wandavision was gonna be a spoof on Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, but even and, by the you know, and we thought Quicksilver was back, and we thought all yeah, sorts well, of shit. These fuckers are getting crafty. Yeah, to stay ahead they, of they us. are. But come on, I what I can say about even before fucking Wandavision launched, I knew there was gonna be more than fucking just all the episodes of Dick Van Dyke. I I, I just didn't know what or how well, because sure, course, even that first course. episode they gave you hints that there was something fucking under the surface. So, um. I don't know. I was never I was never under the impression that they were going to just give us all black and whites. I was curious though which direction or how they would go with it. How they would evolve the show to to finally, you know, bring out what was going on. I didn't expect the jump through um generations. I, I mean, I, I I really didn't expect that, how we went from black and white to color to 70s, yeah, you know. I, so they did, they did what? They did Dick Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. They did the mm-hmm. Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, they did Modern mm-hmm. Family. Um, they did like... Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. They uh, all I know is Marvel. Marvel. Marvel had been up until recent times. Yeah, they would keep big surprises under the under the the hood or in the trunk, or they would they would hide stuff for sure. But they now that seems like they're maybe going with purposeful re- misdirection, Absolutely. you know, with like the Evan Peters playing Ralph. So you know, I or don't know. Man. Maybe I that there know. is more to that Ralph, and than we know yet. That's that's the other part. I mean, I know Mon- Monica found his uh, Monica found his headshot uh-huh. right. Like his, he's an actor. He's he, yeah. I mean, dude, it was almost. Almost like identical to the Mandarin reveal in Iron Man three, with uh, you know, oh, I'm Trevor, I'm an actor. Um, I tried to do my British thing. Didn't and go it didn't as well, go but as well I liked it time. still. Take it to Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, then Holly, Florida. Yeah, I was about to say they don't, they don't want me in California <laughs> anymore. Not, not after anymore. I did that thing. Uh, <laughs> Not after that one time in that place with that thing with that person. Oh, it went bad. Didn't go. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, but, I mean, God, this show is going to be over in a fight. <laughs> I and like then, it. You know, we will. Marvel crossover <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's over in a flash. Totally, totally yeah. did that on purpose. Um, but then, of course, Bad Bad Batch and Loki and all that happy horse stuff is coming, too. Um but I mean, I feel like they're going to cram a lot of show into these six episodes. I, I agree, dude. We're, I feel like there is a huge amount of setup for the, obviously, the next phase of movies. Um, To give you the new heroes that are going to be uniting to deal with this in a way that, that we move past, say, Iron Man, Captain America... It's going to give us a nice, smooth uh, progression. And you know what, though? Fucking, I didn't, you know, I didn't catch it the first time I fucking watched the the show, the the two shows. Um, Nick Fury is up on the fucking moon, right? Well, he's yeah, in that space yeah. station. Yeah, he's on guess that space who, Guess who else is? I didn't even realize. Uh, no. Photon. I, I will place goddamn uh, money on it. I will put... M- Cree. Cree are up on the, Rogers. On the space station. Oh, you think Steve is up on the space they station? They kind of allude to it with... Uh, what's his name? Hunter or whatever? The, the Falcon's little eyes and ears on the ground, buddy. I heard Rogers right, is right, up right, on yeah. you know on a base on the moon watching over all of us, and then I got to thinking about it, and I'm like going, "Well, where would he be?" And then the old man Rogers line, where he began, he basically becomes the head. He takes over for Fury. Uh, I mean, we we heard that report that Chris Evans was coming back. Dude, um, I'm wondering if they're gonna go with like with an old like an old man kind of old man Rogers and Fury being, you know, and somehow not maybe not that storyline where he's the director, but I'm wonder I'm I'm thinking that you got Rogers up in space right now. 
Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they definitely didn't want to close the door on him um, the way they that they did with, with uh, Tony Stark. They definitely are leaving doors open for him to walk back through if he chooses. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, the time travel one is easy, instant. How easy is it go to go back and snag him from, from time? Um, or... How easy is it for them to now push time through him the way they did to Scott when they were trying to figure time travel out? You remember they made him a a, a young kid, a baby oh, and an yeah, old man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, they, so they push time through him and turn the clock back on him. So it's the same scene. Yeah. Same experiences. Um, there you go. Just, just younger. younger. You know? Boom, dude. Just younger. Or you know, or they, or or they go back and they're like, "Hey, Peggy, can we borrow him for right. a little bit?" So he'll be he'll be he'll be back in right. five. You seconds. won't even notice he's gone. You know, <laughs> you won't even know he's so, gone. So yeah, no, I'm like, I don't know. I uh, part of me is just thinking, even because old man Steve, you know, Peggy's dead. Um. He, you yeah. know he's lost pretty yeah. much. I mean, he's older than everybody basically now. Um, oh, yeah. God, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like even there was a scene cut from the original Avengers movie where he was he had a bunch of files from everybody uh-huh. he served with and he was going through them. And like the only one that was still alive was was Peggy. Um Cause I thought at first the old Asian man, like I didn't put two and two together that that was the dad of the guy Bucky killed. But I was like, Oh, is this one of the, one of the howling commandos? Uh, Like, is he, is he chilling with an old war buddy? Because there was the, the Asian guy. But then I remembered, wait, no, they showed that he's, he's dead. Um, And funny little Easter egg, the, the, the Asian guy from the howling commandos his grandson is the principal of Peter yes. Parker's school of Midtown High. And if you look you in the office, of his... you can see his grandpa's war medals yeah. and pictures and stuff like that. It was kind of a cool cool little Easter egg. And same yep. actor. Same actor playing both guys. Yes, I, I did actually catch I did catch that one. Um Yeah, I thought it I thought it was a Howling Commando war buddy that he was because that would be like what something Bucky would do? It's Steve did. Steve was hanging out with World War II veterans at the at the party where before Ultron showed right. up. You know, yeah, dude. I it would have made sense. It it makes sense what they did. Um, but yeah, um, definitely trying to atone. But wow, how deep and <laughs> how about Bucky's awkward date? You know, I liked that chick. I liked that chick a lot. I I hope she shows up in yeah. the show some more because uh, I liked that actress. I liked how she played it, and I, um, I liked that scene. I really did like right. that scene a lot, you know, because it's very similar to the man out of time thing that Steve had going on. Is like, how do I catch up to this shit? Is like Bucky's like, I just got my mind back, basically, you know, after being a prisoner for. 75 years or however long it was um i also i liked uh i liked that line that's that sam threw down where he was like what you spend a little time in wakanda now all of a sudden what are you the white panther and he's like no white wolf actually 
And then Sam was like, the <laughs> right? Fuck? I love that. Um, I mean, it was interesting though with the the mention yeah. of Wakanda, and uh, you know, given obviously that Chadwick passed away, and that they they brought up Wakanda, and I'm just wondering, I'm wondering at what point in what show are they actually going to deal with that, or are they going to save it for the movie? Like, right? How I'm curious. How, I wonder if they're wondering the same thing. How are we going to? introduce his death to the avengers without having to show it on screen how, how do you do that how do you answer that question i'm i think they have it figured out and you know i think it. i can honestly say writers smarter than i they have definitely writers smarter than me uh writing for this show and oh god when yeah. i said they have they have grips smarter than And when me, I so, say yeah, that, dude... No doubt the writers I, are, too. There's not a lot of shows that I haven't been able to fucking figure out, you know, at least where it's going. And I'm, I'm sure it's the same for you. Um, the you, you can generally just... the You know, if we, the details. It's always in the details. And fucking Marvel, they are... These guys know... Now, I mean, and how to hide it in like two to three different layers of clues. It's like, oh yeah, these motherfuckers are playing chess now. They were playing checkers before, but now they're they're full on in chess mode, man. And they'll even put shit right out in front of your fucking face, but because it's so fucking obvious, you're like, there's oh, there's no way. no way. And then there it is. And then you're like. And then you and then you're second guessing yourself the entire time until it's revealed, and you're like, "Oh, oh I guess it was that simple." All right. And then I feel like, and then okay, yeah. when, now I've had that happen, and every time I'm disappointed because I'm like, "Oh, you went with the simple route rather than actually having to try and figure this shit out." It's like I've been busting my ass trying to figure out how you're going to answer this and instead of without taking the fucking easy way out and you guys just fucking took the easy way out. I get kind of mad about when do they do that shit. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'm, bastards. you know, that's, that's just me. Huh. <laughs> anyway. I, anyway, all the all the best stuff is ahead. Um, um, oh, Broomboy I know it. Broomboy note. Of- other than Bad Batch. Oh, Broomboy note. Other than Bad Batch, uh, I'm. Are you referring? That, to that would be what I'm. I'm referring to. Earlier. Exciting news. Yeah, we have a confirmed cast for for Kenobi, and they're filming uh, begins mm-hmm. in April. Ooh, which is and uh, right around the, the corner. Cast is actually. Right around the corner, and the cast is actually really yeah, they nice. yeah it is um, because we're um, we're getting some Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru action going on. Um, <coughs> they're bringing back uh, Joel mm-hmm. Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Bonnie Peace. I don't know how to say her last name. Peace, who played Beru and Owen in the 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 prequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're back in this show, so we don't um, have a kid. What Luke. I don't see, I was about to say, what I don't unless unless they're going to try to pull Benny. off that Benny guy. I in the low, pray in the lower not. Right hand corner is a young Luke. 
I pray not as well. And we know it's we know it's no not, offense uh, to Benny there. We know it's not Kumali. Yeah, no offense, but we we know it's not uh, Kumali Nanjiani. Um, the only the only if it's not fucking Hamill playing Luke, I want to see Stan playing Luke. Well, I mean, this is going to be a kid. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, and so, even I mean, and they could they could. Go ahead. Sorry, bro. I mean, they could, they could, they could, they could de- do a digital thing where that's just a stand-in kid, and then it's, you know, his face digitally inserted, way, way young, and then his voice. They could totally do that. Um, right. I, I guess what I'm, I mean, even obviously Hayden Christensen being involved in this because this is set. I was thinking, I thought this was set prior to, is this prior to New Hope? Yes, this okay. is prior to New Hope, by several years. Okay, so, um, which means this is happening at the same time as, uh, oh, what was the other show? Um, the other or show? what was the show? What what show am I thinking that happened or movie that happened just before New Hope? Not Rogue One. Um. Well, I mean, Rebels. The Rebels. I think it's Rebels. I'm thinking of. Yeah, Rebels takes place like a year before a new. Um, Hope. So, because that has. That has Kenobi and uh, age and locations and stuff like that, and gives us a good idea. Oh, it's got the Kenobi. How... It's it's got the Alec. It's it's the Alec Guinness yeah. Kenobi yeah. in Rebels. I think this is going to be set some years before that. The only reason I say something is because it means um, Christensen is going to be Vader. Oh, yes. No, Christensen already confirmed that he's mm. going to be Vader. Um, in the suit. Damn. And everything. Nice. Um, now, my question is, who's going to do the mm. voice? Is it going to be James Earl Jones? Or are they going to digitize and convert Hayden's voice? Mm. Good question. Good question. Um, but my guess is it gives us an idea because there's what, 18 years between the end of Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, right? Uh, yes. 18, 19, 18 and a half, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, meaning... That, I mean, it's going to be really interesting where they pick to land in that. They could have baby Luke all the way up to teen Luke. Uh, oh, rough guess. I think we get a 10-year-old Luke. Mm-hmm. I think a 10-year-old, maybe a little younger. I can't see them going... 
super far forward with the age because the closer they set it to a new hope they they kind of close the window on their story my guess i'm I'm wondering if Um, they're gonna put it up and do the reverse of clone wars and but the live action right up to the start of rebels When does Rebels uh, start? I mean, Rebels starts like one year before. Okay. Oh, the, oh, the whole thing. Okay, not just uh, ends, but the whole. Yeah, I think all. I think all four seasons take place within like maybe a maximum of okay. two years. Yeah, there's not a huge. There's not a huge timeline that okay. we're dealing with. Um. At least that's the impression I got. They don't. They, I mean, they don't give you dates. I mean, they never. They never right. give you dates. But, um, I just. I remember. If I'm remembering the final episode of Rebels correctly, Hera is kind of wrapping things up a little bit. Where um, she was like, you know, and shortly after Ezra disappeared, you know, we we destroyed the Death Star, you know, and then. You know, I fought at the Battle of Endor and so did Rex. And, you know, by, you know, Ezra was gone and we were just basically fighting for our lives the whole time. And then by when when the Empire was defeated, you know, we slowed down to think about what was lost and decided to try to try to reclaim it. And that's when Ahsoka shows up to Sabine um, and you get the impression that they're going to go looking for Ezra. And, you know, which I think timeline wise, it's probably not too far removed from the Mandalorian episode Mm -hmm. with Ahsoka. Um, You know, probably weeks, maybe months, maybe, maybe a year, maybe a year. It's hard to say. Um, And you haven't seen Sabine yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We have not seen a live action Sabine. Which yet, is no. problematic. Um, is she dead? Or um, we just not see her? No, 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 no. We just haven't seen her. We just haven't seen her yet. My my suspicion is a either she was guarding the ship that Ahsoka took to that planet, um, the Phantom Two, for example, uh, or. She was following another lead while Ahsoka was doing her her business on Corvus. Because it's clear she's keeping in touch with Bo-Katan. Because Bo-Katan told her where, or told Mando where to go find her. Um, And you think that's through Sabine? So I don't know. No, I just, I I was curious. It could be be through Sabine, because Sabine did give give Bo-Katan the Darksaber, so... I mean, it's more in the holes. And now, haha, Marvel, it's it's uh, or excuse me, uh, Lucas Films or whoever the fuck, it's more in the holes of what they're t- not telling you is what's more telling, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think Sabine is alive and well because I'm pretty sure the Ahsoka show is going to be centered around Ahsoka and Sabine. And probably probably get some Bo Katan crossover. Um 
That'd be interesting. You know, think. and then probably get a whole bunch of new characters. But yeah, uh, I've been I've been waiting for a, a Sabine casting announcement, and nothing yet. And uh, we're we're still and and nothing yet. Haven't heard nothing any Mara yet. potential. I think we're a ways off. I mean, we remember that the the te- Mara tease that we had, and still nothing. I. I think that's what the acolyte's going to be about. My I, I'm not going to tell you no. I would actually tell you it it would make sense. It sounds very fitting to the name of the fucking movie. It would. It would. It would be incredibly fitting for the acolyte to be about Mara Jade. Although it could also, it could be any number of things. It could be ancient Sith. It could be, it could be High Republic. It could be anything, but... I personally think the acolyte is is going to be the Mara Jade show, because yeah, we we need we need all of these characters brought brought to uh, action. That's going to be a cool all these one. all of these things that have only ever been words and and maybe comic images or video game images. We need this stuff yeah. brought to life. It's it's a vast, wealthy, rich pool of of story and with what they're capable of doing now they can they can tell the stories the way they need to be told although i got to tell you deep down the the scene i want the most actually in any star wars thing in ahsoka in the ahsoka show there's mm-hmm. one scene that i want i want ahsoka on one side of a table and i want luke skywalker on another and i want ahsoka telling stories of, of anakin to luke i want a whole episode of it and do fl- make it flashbacks. Have Hayden Christensen come in doing Ooh, Jedi shit. Damn boy, I like that. I like that. That would be fucking I cool. Like that. who better for 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 Luke to learn about who his dad really was than from his dad's Padawan? I think that would be. I think that would just shatter people's souls. Oh, dude, that would be that would be the um, one of those moments that you remember how I do you remember. All these episodes ago, we were talking, and it's like, there are things that they can do to, well, they can't, I mean, it would be one hell of a trick to undo what has been done by the prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogies. Um, But at the same time, if they, we, we have given case that they could just, I mean, they can just wreck on it. Um, but, oh, actually, oh. no, hold on. I heard, I heard a very good theory uh-huh. about this and it has to do with Star Wars Rebels and the saving of Ahsoka's life is that just like DC and Marvel have a multiverse, Star Wars has a multiverse and the Star Wars trilogy, um, that we know and love or the Star Wars movies we know and love have a split point. And the split point is determined by whatever multiverse you're in, whether or not Ezra saved uh, Ahsoka or not. And so when Ahsoka was saved, a new timeline, a new multiverse branch was created. And so the, 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 the sequel trilogy exists in the one where she died. Hence, we hear her voice talking to Rey. Ooh. In the in the culmination of her fucking, this is a big out, Disney. Use it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
totally a big out. And then they could just go and say, well, hey, you know, that one where Ahsoka died isn't canon. It's canon, but it's canon in the Star Wars 2 universe. Uh, you know, sure. It sure. doesn't have to. Yeah, dude. Oh, that, that would work. I mean, that would work. I mean, even going back and saying that Ezra saving Ahsoka and doing those things changed the timeline. And so everything that happened didn't happen anymore. I mean... Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, yeah, something, but regardless, <laughs> there's always yeah. something that they could end up doing that could still end up salvaging the mess that they have to propel it on in a way that is worthwhile and valuable still. Um, Grogu is an example um with the mandalorian uh as far as jedi go not just star wars but jedi um but i mean yeah ahsoka and and those stories and those moments with luke and all that stuff i mean what happens what does happen to ahsoka (laughs) excuse me ahsoka now hiccups Mm. Mm, i say um uh, you know, I'm I'm curious to find out, yeah, how they go ahead, and they can they could even go back and be like completely straight up retcon it, and even do the freaking thing like they did with Ezra. But I mean, the catch about what Ezra did is he took one thing, object, person, you know, whatever from a specific point in time that's it so it wasn't like he went back and changed time it wasn't like he he changed time completely but by snatching it through time like a wormhole effect or if you will or something like that so his is like is an interesting i I like how they did it with that i i mean it's kind of an interesting I don't know, po- uh, chance, possibilities. Well, it, those, um, Rebels is a very watchable cartoon. It, it is very kitty at times, but then at other times it's like high, high lore Star Wars time. Like the force that they just they deep dive into some shit that you wouldn't expect to show that, like I said, comes across at times is very kitty to deep dive into. Um, and those episodes especially are very, very worth watching. Um, the whole sh- series is worth watching. But those episodes, in fact, I think there's a section on Disney Plus right now called under the Star Wars. It's like the essential Ahsoka and it, it covers a lot of uh, her best Clone Wars episodes and her best nice. Rebel stuff. Um, I don't think they threw the Mandalorian episode in there, but I mean, they should. That's whatever. They should. That fucking shit was that dude. She she tore shit up. That's good. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. fucking episode, man. Um. But yeah, I mean, they even they they tied in a lot of threads of Star Wars lore 
from like established in the Clone Wars. You know, like they had the the episodes dealing with um, the father and then the daughter of the light side and the son of the dark. They were basically the I don't want to say the gods of the light and of the force and the light and the dark side, but that's kind of how they mm-hmm. were portrayed. Um, they were they were the beings and kind of in command or control or whatever. They were the 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 guideposts to the time portals that Ezra discovered. Um, and him and Sabine, because Sabine's an artist, she helped him decipher the the painting, uh, the, the 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 rock sculpture wall relief whatever she helped him figure uh-huh. it the fuck out um and they figured out how to manipulate it um but yeah those three characters pulled from from clone wars yeah. you know and yeah they've they've done some very very deep diving for stuff you know like with uh what they call him bendu the bendu uh a creature of the force who's basically gray he's in the middle mm-hmm. um and he'll he he teaches Kanan um, lots of stuff and teaches Ezra and uh, is an ally. I'm gonna say he's an ally. He's not evil. He's not good. He just is. But he's definitely um, definitely seems to be more than willing to help the light side out. I know somebody else um, who's like that. Um, I'm going to say Colonel. Ooh, that's Sanders. a good one. Um, but quite frankly, Colonel Sanders, not who, not who I was talking about, but who Who I was talking talking about. about. Well, um, now, now I'm like Colonel Sanders is who I was talking about. Oh, um, uh. Secret blend twenty seven. Oh totally, you took my brain off on a tangent. Now I'm like, I need some crispy chicken. Holland Sanders, KFC. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, come on, uh, spit it out. And now you're fucking Elvis. <laughs> what, dude? It's like as you said, it's it's getting late. It's getting late. My brain's wandering. Um, oh, where were we? What were we talking about? Sorry, hold on. Uh. I was describing Bendu, and you said there's somebody oh. else like that. Yeah, that I yeah, uh, gray gray Jedi, and I'm not my now my brain is completely derailed. Uh, Revan? No. Oh no no Nilus. He just is man. Nihilus. 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 He Nihilus. just is. Nihilus. Yeah, he just has yeah. become Nihilus what is, he is. Okay, uh, so maybe he's not so great. Is it? Oh yeah, no. I mean, he only drains the life out of everything around him to keep himself alive. <laughs> but you know, Lord of Hunger and all yeah, that. But he, he just he. I like him. He he's just an, has become. He just is. He's <laughs> Dude, an awesome yeah. character. He's fucking one of the biggest badasses right, I know. All right, but anyway, so that's. I got, I got nothing, nothing left, left either, my friend. As, my, as we have seen, the rabbit hole has run dry because I can't even follow my own conversations anymore. Yeah, I'm shot, dude. It's 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 very early. I'm I mean I'm still giving my wife a chance to get home from work, um, but it is very early well, in the morning. 
All I can say then is we've covered this, guys, from WandaVision to Snyder Cut to back to some Falcon and then off to a galaxy far, far away. What more do you want? Who am I? It was here. And then it was there. Bob Seger. Motherfucking listen to him if you haven't. That shit is... Mm. And if you haven't in a while, listen to him. And if you have, listen to him like just recently, uh, half an hour right now. Keep listening. Listen some. Listen. It's good shit. Um, keep watching, and keep listening to us, buddy and guy. We have spoken.